terms of here's the thing. We started. Okay, we're starting. We're starting. We started off friends. <laughs> no, it was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh. And cut. Oh wait, and, and cut, cut. All right. Woo! What clicked. up, people? Hello, hello. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm welcome back. back, bitches. Yeah, you bitches. I was very doing? aggressive, Jenny. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you bitches. I'm, I'm like, just like heads up, guys. I'm like three or four shots in, and I'm about to do my fifth one. <laughs> it's been so you're four. I, I like how you said three or four, <laughs> yeah. but you were so sure about it being your fifth shot. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I just, I just want to cover all the bases. Nothing happened. Like, I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, she's I'm just drunk. like, let the record show I'm, I'm drunk. No, I'm not drunk, guys. I mean, I feel like I'm just buzzed. I'm just yeah, stuck. maybe she was a little litty, or she's gonna get a little litty within she's a few. She's just like a little within the next five. Four. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Three, two, one. And then she is <laughs> a three, a two. Okay, so then why are we not drinking? Yeah, I mean, you guys just got off work, though. You guys are champion. I mean, we all got off work, actually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I just had a tough before. day, okay? And then I, it was more accessible. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I mean, you look happier right now than you were five minutes when we walked in, so I think that's great. Wow. Not us encouraging her drinking habits. I know. Um, no, I mean, it's not like she's out here getting bombed every day, but sometimes she needs a little, like, not to take off the edge. That's right. You know, like, people have their little, like, glass of wine? Yeah. I have my little five shots, you know? <laughs> Are Your they like, five shots are equivalent to a glass of wine? Duh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they double shots? Self-care looks different for everyone. I'm just exactly. <laughs> just keeping me young, guys. Uh, what's up, guys? I miss you guys. I know. I feel like it's been a minute, but it really was just it? like a week ago. <laughs> like, I feel like I've lived so many lives since right? I last saw you guys. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that weirdly. I mean, we call that trauma. <laughs> and she is tired. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. It's called trauma. <laughs> well, for me, anyways. Like, many lifetimes. No. Anyways. But yeah, Cheers, welcome back to another week. Cheers. Yeah. So do we have any bitch up moments? Yeah. Do you guys have any bitch up moments? Mm. I don't know, dude. Alright, my bitch up moment is that I didn't fuck a bitch up at the Carol G concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not again. I feel like every story now has like some bitch tripping. No, like I'm just saying like I didn't get, like I got into no tips, no problems with anybody. So I was, like, was looking for easy me? PC. Yeah, and if they I were, mean, I was just like not paying my Can time I just say that just you because it was amazing? Like, oh my god, thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> you did too, Lucy. I was like, look at these bitches. Yeah, we okay. literally fluffed ourselves up. You know, your hair was amazing. Thanks. I know, right? I dyed my hair pink I for mean, the occasion. Obviously your we, makeup, but your we, makeup is always immaculate. Like, Wait, we literally left recording with you, went to my parents' house, made bracelets, had an express bracelet (laughs) session with my sister, we had one slice of pizza, because my parents had pizza, and then, because we hadn't eaten either. And a garlic knot. Yeah, and then we went back to our place, and I finished my bracelets, Lucy started, um, Dyed her my hair. extensions. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was raw dogging it because she had no proper utensils. Other yeah, than the I because I usually so. have like a little dye ball in my my dye brushes, but I yeah. left those all with my parents. And then I was like, Joey. 
can I borrow a bowl? And he's like, yeah, sure, just pick it up after. And I'm like, oh, it's cool because Joey sleeps late. He's yeah. usually up to like 2 a.m. Tell me why I text this foo at 1. He doesn't answer. He re- he answers the next morning. He's like, sorry, I fell asleep early for me. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah. So I was basically finger painting she my was extensions. <laughs> but they came out great. They came out great, though. I mean, yeah, the, she did like two rounds. It worked two out. Rounds. Dude, you guys look great. I mean, I don't listen to Carol G, but it looks. Me neither. You should start listening down to her. <laughs> I listen to her, but I'm not like it. I don't follow her like that. Yeah. Oh my god! You see her face? Immediate ache when I said, "Oh, you should listen to her." And then. Yeah, I feel like you would actually like her music. Yeah, she's a baddie. Yeah. yeah. She's very much uh, empowerment. She's on. Yeah. Literally, Carol G is very on brand for us. Yeah. Bichotas. Bichotas. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, I'll give her the she shot. She's a feminist always, icon. That's awesome. Yeah. Send me her best five songs that you think in the Oh, songs. okay. Yeah. Sounds good. That's going to be hard. <laughs> Lucy's like, because I don't listen to her. No, no I was going to I was gonna say because it's easier to make a list of songs that are not that great. Yeah. But she has really good songs. Um, actually, there was she does because I don't follow her like that, but I did want to go see her perform because I do like some of her music. And I was telling Shelly that there was this one specific song that I, was, I always listen to, and I'm like, oh, that's a good, nice song. It's it's cute or whatever. But when she was performing it, like I felt something, and I was like, it oh, I almost cried. And no I was like, way. I tried it together. Keep it together. Lucifer almost shed a tear? Yeah, she, she's she feeling almost shed a tear. She's feeling these. I love Lucifer. I do. Mm-hmm. Which Lucifer. one? Like, you. the actual Lucifer? <laughs> the OG one? Yes. Oh, or the imposter? Jenny. I'm kidding. Satan. The one that sounds like that? Jenny. Jenny. In your dreams. It doesn't even sound like Wake that. Up, bitch. <laughs> You're oh like, my how gosh. do you know? <laughs> I'm like, is it Jenny's time? I heard him when I, when <laughs> I stayed over. <laughs> Jenny's like, is it my turn? Yeah, is it the gym time? Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, no, I mean, dude. But honestly, that concert was wild to me because I, I mean, you always hear about like people getting into fights and stuff, but I've yeah. never been present in those concerts. I feel like I've never seen that or like, but or been in the environment of that. But honestly, that was the most unorganized concert I've ever attended. Stop And it. it's not her fault. It's the place. Like, Rose Bowl. Really? Like, the venue? Mm-hmm. Well, I, why? Wait, wait. There was literally, I was wondering. There was literally people standing in the aisle, like, oh. going up the steps to go to your seat. Luckily, our seats were literally, like, right there. But there was literally yeah. people blocking the path, and then they're That's up true. in my your space. That's true. My sister got a little bit of anxiety going up. She's like, I'm not going up there. There's no space for us to go up there. And yeah. I was like, okay, like, let's calm down, hold my hand, and I will lead the way. Yeah. But yeah, she was, yeah, because it was, it was a lot of people. It was too many people. And then yeah. when we got there, when we got in, mm-hmm. she had already started the concert, where, yeah. whereas this bitch went on earlier than anticipated. She, she was supposed to go on at 9. She went on at like 9.40. 8.40 40 something. Yeah, because I still wasn't in my seat. And I then, was still trying to get in. And then people were like racing, like, like when she went on, everyone's like, ah! 
and it's just like bitch calm down like let everybody go in like we're all gonna get in like yeah. you missed the first for me it was fine if I missed the first song or two because I went to her cost her concert last October so I was like it's fine it's not that deep like it's only one or two songs that we're missing like yeah. I'm not gonna start a stampede just because I'm gonna try to run yeah and right literally that's what happened some mm-hmm. day we were at a gate and people like ran through um, security and we're trying to get in. Yeah. And they closed down the line. So they're like, you guys need to go to a different gate because they Shut rushed up. it. And I was like, what? it was so, honestly, I was like, <gasps> that was scary because I've never been in that. You're like, you could have been caught up in that. Scene. Yeah. I'm like, luckily we were in the back. So my friend and my cousin were like, well, let's stay back and see what's happening because I just heard yelling. I heard, like, I saw people rushing and I'm like, yeah. what's going on? And then we're like, oh, it's very chaotic. And then someone's like, oh, they're just letting people in. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So then we just walk through and the security was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight them? Just let them go. Yeah. So we're like, okay, cool. But then the people are like, no, the gates are closed. You have to go to another gate. And we're like, fuck. (laughs) So now we have to go find another gate to go through. And then they had already started the concert. So Mm -hmm. it's like, but yeah. And, but yeah, usually I feel like at concerts there's always security like, hey, get out, get out of the aisle, go fight, go to your seat. Like, it's, yeah. it's definitely more policed. Yeah. I think that the security were definitely more lax. Mm-hmm. Now I can't speak if this is like a venue issue or if it's like a management, like a the tour management that just didn't have enough security. things in place. Yeah, I don't, I can't speak to it because I have not regularly gone to a Rose Bowl meet, like mm-hmm. concert. The last time was One Direction, and it was a Aww. great time. I had no issues with that one but it also was like forever ago yeah yeah so then i was just saying because based off of like all of the concerts at rose bowl for her and it was what friday saturday sunday it was all the same thing like the same issue where people were in the aisle they weren't in their (laughs) seats and they were fighting um but yeah there was a lot of like obliterally drunk people there it's so wild to me how people could get that drunk okay Wait, I thought it was dope how they had, like, people were kind of tailgating, where, like, outside of the Rose Bowl, there was, like, people selling, like, drinks, people, like, there was, like, a what? march and stuff. No know? way. Like, there's people that were pulling up with their ice chests and were selling their White Claws, and I was yeah. like, this I like brought my own picnic kind of style, like, venue? Well, or? because it's the Rose Bowl. So and honestly, so like, in any, in any concert well, venue that like I've been to. they have, like, games there sometimes, too. Yeah, but, like, also in any concert venue that I've been to, you have those street vendors, like, just, like, to put in those hot dogs. Dogs. Pero no puedes meter las cosas adentro. No, but yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. Mad. People were yeah. kind of tailgating, tailgating. like pre-gaming, oh, right? It, mm-hmm. Like I know, like we took a pack of white yeah. claws you on our way over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna spend, spend like, money yeah. in there. And I had a pre-game or whatever. Of course. And I knew that if by the time I knew because of the time that we were on our way and getting there, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna get there and have time to buy something to drink and then find my seat and make it before the concert. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I had like white claws at my place I was like alright let's drink up whatever and um yeah but I don't know I mean definitely felt unorganized in that way I think there's just a lack of security or policing because of how big and how many people were going yeah I think in general you'll go to concerts well depending on what kind of genre you're going but people are getting lit and like obliterated yeah you know and that kind of um instigates a lot of the things yeah you know like We were in our row. There was a girl. Clearly, she was really drunk, but 
there's numbers in front of where you're standing. So it's like we had 101 through 106. And she was like pushing and like elbowing my friend's sister. And she's like, yo, scoot over. (gasps) And she's like, I'm in front of my number. And obviously she's like, she's drunk, like whatever, trying to ignore her. But the girl kept going at her. And she's like, I only had so much patience because I was about to beat her ass. Because she's like, I'm in my number. And she's like, I don't know why her friends weren't checking her. Check your friends, guys. If your friends are being (laughs) assholes, please check them. Check your friends. So we had to move her and put our other friend there because she's like, you know. More mellow. Yeah, a little Mm -hmm. more intimidating. And she's like, she won't fuck with her. Mm -hmm. But And then my cousin was in the aisle, too. So there's people standing there and, like, elbowing, trying to record Mm -hmm. instead of going to their seats. And they're, like, obliterally drunk. They have drinks in their hands. So they're over here swaying, dancing, spilling on people. Oh, hell no. Yeah, and this guy behind us, he was he had his kid with him and there was a guy who spilled his drink on my cousin and it obviously fell on him too and he literally got so pissed he's like go to your fucking seat and the guy was like i'm sorry and he's like dude go to your fucking seat like you're getting your shit on me and my kid go to your fucking seat that's true like um security people don't let people be in aisles Mm because it's a security issue yeah exactly so that the lack of policing in that way is also kind of like what the hell that was my only issue i'm like just make people go to your seats you obviously got a ticket you paid for your seat go to your seat (laughs) what i'm like after all that you still did not fuck anybody (laughs) up Right, that was yeah. No, I did. Like, yeah, I you did. are a god, have. and you're a saint. I could have. Okay, so I was gonna. Okay, in you're the a saint. in the Bad Bunny concert, I swear I've never been a person who looks for like. Buckles, like no, yeah. like I'm you're like neutral Betty, you know what I mean? Like we, 70s. Were, we were like at the, <laughs> just like I don't give energy to that stuff, right? Especially if someone's like belligerently drunk. But like I remember being at the Bad Bunny concert, and it was already towards the end of the night. I don't know who the fuck thought it was a good idea to throw <laughs> their beer, but it like like it sprinkled on our backs and it even got on our merch. I'm and I turned around, I was like, who the fuck threw that? Like I was ready to like pounce on someone. I was like, oh my god, this is like I usually wouldn't respond that way. Like, oh my god, but you turn around and you there's no like you can't tell who did it because yeah. everybody's like unassuming and and it was in the middle of the concerts. So everybody's yeah. like ah. So you're like, fuck through their shit. Yeah. Oh, okay, whatever. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. But my, like, literally, the traffic was so backed up. And that's why some people were upset that she started early. Because yes. traffic was so backed up. Literally, my friend and I, we were contemplating. We're like, we're 15 minutes away. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, Lucy. That was your pitch-up moment of the week. I got out of my lift. You lift. got out of your lift and you walked 2.5 miles to the Rose Bowl for Carol G, who I don't follow that much. But <laughs> I paid my ticket, so I'm gonna go watch this bitch. Yeah, yeah. We were she and our our, our Uber person, our Lyft person, was so kind. He hooked us up with snacks, mm-hmm. and he wow. was like, "It's two point." My friend are like, "Should we walk it?" And she's like, "Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad." And we're like, how far is it? He's like, it's 2.3. And she's like, oh, that's what? Like 15? And I'm like, no, that's like an hour. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's like an hour walk. And so while we're contemplating whether we should or shouldn't walk, we see people getting out of their lift. And we're like, oh, they're walking. I'm like, should we walk? 
And then she, I'm like, well, we can wait an hour and see if we move, or we can walk an hour and get there. Yeah. And our lift is like, yeah, you guys should probably walk. So he gave us some Korean cookies. Thank you. They were delicious. Aww. Shout out to Lyft driver. Yeah, Do you know I, his I don't know his name, but okay. thank well. you, sir. He gave us some Lyft cookies. Let me use his charger for a little bit, and Aww. then we booked it. We were drinking our White Claw. And we made it. And you got there. Estamos perdidas. Well, it's, so it's funny because we were going to all carpool together, like my sister, Lucy's friend, and I. But when our Uber got there, we only had three people could have fit because in the front he had like a bunch of stuff. Like he had it stacked like he was a person that didn't like people to drive with it. That's where his like, snacks oh. were. So then, so then I was like, all right, you guys take this. And then my sister and I will be right behind you guys. Yeah. So I thought they were going to get there before us. So when I'm getting to my seat and Lucy starts calling me, she's like, what gate did you go in through? And I was like, I don't know. We just got there by the line and it just happened. Yeah. And I was like, but we're on section 10, you know, just walk, once you get there just walk around to section 10 and go in and it's to your left or whatever and then um the service sucked and the service also sucked right it was crazy so the service sucked we did get to the front of the rose bowl we did ultimately like the lady could have still left us all the way inside in the front but we Mm -hmm. were like oh we can just cross the street and walk over so it wasn't that bad yeah um but yeah no okay but for me the worst part was when we left yeah because since we ubered the plan was that my dad was going to pick us up uh-huh. And so we told my dad, all right, like, after the concert, we'll let you know what street we're on so that you can just come pick us up from, like, a main street, right? Because yeah. we're like, we're not going to have him come all the way into the parking lot because they don't let you come in at that point because they're just trying to get cars out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. unless you're, like, an Uber person picking up. So we're like, okay, cool. Um, the concert's over. We meet up with, like, Lucy's friends or cousin and stuff, and then... Um, I think her cousin was going to get picked up on Lincoln Avenue, so we're like, okay, like, let's all just head there, and I'll, we'll just tell my dad to pick us up there. And then my sister <laughs> had to go... Dad's to, always I know, bless coming in okay. clutch. Wait, uh, yes, wait. He's a saint. I know. My dad is a feminist icon. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But wait for it. So then my sister had to use the restroom when I get out. I couldn't find, like, Lucy and them, so then I, like, texted her. I tried calling her, and I couldn't get a hold of her. So, obviously, because of bad service. So I was like, well, well like, we said we were going to go to Lincoln Avenue. So I told my sister, like, let's just walk over to Lincoln Avenue. Um, so I'm like trying to do the GPS and then I'm like I'm not sure I'm going the right way and then we find these like men in golf carts which like should have known any better should not <laughs> trusted men in the first place <laughs> and I go up to them and they're like and I was like hi um can you guys tell me which way is Lincoln Avenue and they're like Lincoln Avenue are you trying to walk there and I'm like yeah like it's hard yeah <laughs> you know and then they're like oh that's really far out like maybe you should take the su- shuttles and we're always, and I was like oh there's shuttles and he's like yeah he's like just walk to the front of the Rose Bowl get a shuttle blah 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 and I was like okay cool but then I was like wait like let me just talk to Lucy because I thought we we're all like heading like I thought my dad was gonna they needed a ride too so then I finally get a hold of her and then she's like oh we're we're leaving with my friends or something so I was like oh okay cool so you guys are good then I'll just no because my cousin needed to go she's like I want to go with the crowd Mm because I don't know where the fuck I'm going either yeah but somehow she (laughs) she got there she made it up yeah I felt that because I'm like I want to leave her by herself yeah but then she's like no it's fine like I there's a crowd yeah there's a crowd and I'll just go with the crowd I'm like okay 
And then we ended up like heading towards the shuttle and then by the time we get to the shows, my sister's like, wait, are you supposed to pay for the shuttles? The shuttles are freaking long as hell, so we're like, fuck the shuttles, let's just exit out of the parking lot and find the biggest main street. I don't know how, the way we exited, we went down this road and this road went into basically suburbia. It didn't go into the main streets. <laughs> and at some point we were under some bridge and then my sister started freaking out. She's like, do you know where you're going? And I was like, no, I'm just following the crowd like everybody else is and the cars are exiting this oh way. Gosh. And I'm over here trying to like looking at the map service was horrible so I couldn't even get a GPS so we just kept going and going and going and then my sister's just like I don't think we're getting any closer to a main street like we're in suburbia it looks like PV we're gonna end up in the middle of a fucking barranco she said <laughs> and then she started freaking out and I was like okay and then I turned around I'm like okay do you want to just go back then and she's like I'm not going back do you know how much we've walked already and then I was just like okay well then let's keep going and then she's like my dad's never gonna find us this way we couldn't send him our location right and yeah because we had no service we were just like okay let's just keep walking everybody keeps walking like the cars are exiting this way like there has to be like but it just kept going and going and going and then at some point my phone dies and then i told my sister like you better fucking save your like battery like we need to make sure like we can figure it out and they were all calling my mom like mom do you have our location send it to my dad and my sister doesn't share her location with my mom i do but my phone had died so it was such a shit, shit show <laughs> and my dad's over here trying to find us and, we, and, um, and he's like my dad's like okay and the, like in cuales calles están para que me ubique and i'm like no that no me puedo ubicar because i have no like, gps i was like this is the last thing i know we're on arroyo boulevard and then this is the last street we crossed and then i know that the freeway that crosses or the one that we were heading to was 134 and then so like <laughs> That we were just on and off with my dad calling him and my dad trying to find things like oh my, my dad goodness. is a good driver and he like knows a lot of streets like bless his heart and stuff and honestly we we he didn't find us until three hours after we left the concert oh my goodness but he found Shit. us and we were like you found us <laughs> by this Every, like everybody was gone from the road like cars weren't already exiting the people that were ushering people out had left already they're like yo we're picking up we're leaving it's already done do you guys want to head down this way and we're like no we're gonna get picked up and they're like well it's like you're gonna be alone now in the darkness <laughs> so you guys can you're on come. your own bitches so you stay here get your ass beat <laughs> you can come with us and we're like do we go with them and we're like no we just told my dad that we were here and here like look so we were like we went and then we came back and then we're like oh. and then call dad and say tell him we moved and i was like and then oh i think goodness. after all i think after everything died down the <laughs> signal got better because at that point i was able to look at the map drop a pin and I sent it to my dad and that and then he, he was finally like found where we were at and he's like hey, I'm getting here and he's like I'm here but it says you guys are in the bottom like he says like I'm on top of you guys according to the map because <laughs> he was on top of the bridge and we were a bunch of trolls underneath the bridge <laughs> so estuvimos perdidas but we, you know we survived and it was another day but yeah that, those were the only I think those were the the shitty parts, but the concert otherwise was amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was good. 
That's awesome, yeah. guys. Missing Dan Your Was that a part of your bitch of moment? Sure. I don't really have <laughs> one, so I guess that counts. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well. Alright, guys. So this week's episode is going to be... We're going to talk about boundaries. Boundaries. What are those? Exactly. <laughs> what are those? Great question. Glad don't you know asked. her. Webster's yeah. Dictionaries defines boundaries as... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you guys seriously don't know what a boundary is? No, I definitely no, you know it was, it was a joke. So. No, I just wanted to know in case we need to give context to I mean, people. we should anyways, you know, give context. Okay. What's a boundary? All right, everybody, everybody has access to Google, okay? Everybody can use <laughs> Google. I'm just kidding. If you guys don't know what boundaries are, We're Google gonna it. We're going to power you guys to Google stuff. If you guys don't know what boundaries are, we don't care. <laughs> Literally. That's too bad. We're still continuing this conversation. Anyways, all right. I will. I will throw a bone to everybody. Sure. Uh, so I guess, or at least when I was doing my research, my very dainty research, my very cliff notes research, <laughs> boundaries. Boundaries are are limits we identify for ourselves and apply through action or communication. Boundaries in a relationship help define what you are comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. Mm-hmm. In said relationship, etc., etc. Et All right, so starting from the top bottom, now just <laughs> so top I guess bottom. knowing what I, I mean after what I've shared, and obviously you guys said that you guys do know what a boundary is, or you guys have some sort of notion of what a boundary is. Sure. What is a boundary to you? Um, I think. The key word for what you said of the definition is ourselves. Uh, for me, a boundary is what I usually believe or like how I want to live my life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's based off of my beliefs, my um, behavior, and my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that you had mentioned was that you said that something about it starts your boundaries oh, yeah. start where or end one. where the other ones begins right yeah. so yeah, i think that's I like that. really important yeah. to take into consideration right um i think most of the boundaries that i set for myself are boundaries that i can control i don't know i think people sometimes confuse boundaries by expecting people to do those things but it's yeah. like you can't control other people's behaviors exactly or you can only control yourself so, so we're here to tell you that all you all you have boundaries wrong and everyone that's using boundaries as a way <laughs> just gaslighting people into trying to control them to do what you want them to do yeah no I'm, i mean i think it's true because like you, you know yeah like i've always thought that your boundary ends where someone else's begins just like and i think i've talked about it in the in the context of rights too where my rights end where yours begin Mm -hmm. and i think i think something key with boundaries is you could only control how you behave within that boundary yes you can't call something a boundary if you're trying to set it up to control someone else's behavior exactly right Yeah. yeah and it's really up to you to enforce that boundary right yeah like it you can't expect somebody to respect it or even understand it but it's it's really up to you to to stick by that boundary that you have created for yourself right yeah. what about you jenny what is a boundary um what is a boundary to you it's like yeah it's like just to go off what lucy said it's like a divide mm-hmm. um that i draw 
when something is against like my code of honor or ethics or morals yeah. or my pride you know right. what I mean like if it's something that uh, you know I I'm, I feel uncomfortable with right yeah it is something that I'm gonna draw a boundary and I draw that's a divide a, yeah I think yeah. that's you a know? good way to measure when it's appropriate to set a boundary when yeah. you're yeah. feeling like you're uncomfortable with a situation or the a certain dynamic or something that's happening like right? that's a line that you wouldn't cross exactly. right yeah and so i draw that line when other people are crossing it right, right and right, right. and then sometimes it's also like subjects that i'm not i feel like i'm not intelligent enough or strong enough to uh present a state of like control or calmness mm-hmm. at that time so it is something that i draw a boundary to right Okay. I'm just like we cannot cross this because mm-hmm. I cannot control the way I will react to this. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. it's like I mean I think it's still playing on the fact that you're you're still focused on controlling your behavior, yeah. but like you're putting it as like you will not cross a boundary. So you're kind of policing yourself because you know mm-hmm. that like outside of said boundary, you're like. Also unhinged. Yeah, exactly. and you're like, I'll bet you Also, not trying to cross. So I'm not trying to cross my own boundary with myself, and so I'm creating boundaries with others or my surroundings, right? Mm-hmm. So that I won't cross that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What kinds of boundaries are there for you guys? Are that like? I feel like boundaries such a. What is it? It's such a. It's a very complex. No, like topic. I'm, no, I feel, no, but what I meant to say is that it's such a, like, when it's a word that is so commonly used. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talked about anxiety a while back, how everyone's like, oh, this gives me anxiety, this, but I feel like it's so commonly used now, but a lot of people misinterpret its use. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it earlier when people say, like, this is my boundary, but is it really a boundary if you're setting it because you want to control others' behavior, right? Mm. So I think that's what's interesting about just boundaries in general. But we do hear it a lot. It's a very popular term. A lot of people have been um, adopting it, and a lot of people are trying to use it to set better um, health dynamics, you know, healthier dynamics in their relationships, etc. Mm-hmm. So, like, what kinds of boundaries do you guys think exist, or what kind of boundaries have you guys ever, like, came across with or set for yourselves? Um, for me personally, at least from what I've thought about and experienced and what I've seen with other people too, has been basically brought down to boundaries having to do with their time, Mm -hmm. sexual boundaries, um, physical boundaries, financial boundaries too, Mm -hmm. and then verbal. Like those I feel like are some of the boundaries that I've seen, heard about, and also Mm -hmm. experienced. What would you say is an example of a verbal Um, I think for someone, like, for me personally, I think like a verbal boundary would be how someone speaks to me, okay. um, like the tone or what they say, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, true. for example, obviously, again, for me, my belief is that my boundary is that I'm not going to speak to someone in a certain way because uh-huh. I wouldn't want them to speak to me that way. So that's my boundary for myself. I wouldn't cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone speaks to me that way, it's what can I do? What am I going to do to respect my boundary that I set for myself? How am I going to show up for myself? So would it be calling it out? Am I going to stick up for myself and be like, hey, like, 
Don't I'm not going to ever fucking disrespect you like that ever again. <laughs> or just be like, hey, like, I am not going to have this conversation if you keep raising your voice at me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if they continue, they don't have to do it, right? That's, I think that's the thing. It's like with people's like, just because I say it and I'm asking you to, to do it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do it. Yeah. And then that's where I have to look into myself and be like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Am I going to stick around and continue to have this conversation? Or am I going to just walk away and be like, okay, well, I already told you that I'm not going to have this conversation if you keep raising your voice, so I'm not going to have and this conversation. That, so and I'm on. going to leave. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be happy about it, but it's like I'm setting this boundary and I have to enforce it, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not going to. So that's an example I would say for like verbal. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. What about you, Jenny? What kind of boundaries? Uh, I don't know. I mean, or common like, we're common or that you use commonly I think for me like the boundaries that I set right are more like uh, physical right mm-hmm. so physical boundaries emotional boundaries mm-hmm. um, spiritual boundaries oh that's, that's a good one, one. Yeah, yeah spiritual ones um, you know I, yeah anything that brings me peace really like if it doesn't bring me peace then I obviously say you boundaries mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that you say, like, um, you said, like, if you want to control somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever drawn a boundary to, like, try to control anyone. That's good. But I have drawn boundaries to control situations, right? So you can you can draw boundaries um, to set a limit to your uncomfortableness. Yeah, exactly. Right? So is that healthy? In a sense, probably not. Well, I don't know because, like, for example, Lucy talking about, like, say, you know, drawing her verbal boundary, right? She's in a situation or in a dynamic with a person that is maybe being disrespectful to her or, you know, by raising her voice, by calling her something, by whatever. And she drew that boundary saying, like, hey, I'm not going to allow you to talk to me this way. Yeah, so... You know, and she drew it for herself so she can control the situation, right? I think it's... To a certain level. Control the level of the relationship, like the tone, right? I wouldn't necessarily... I think when it comes to control... Again, it's like you can't control other people's behaviors or actions or whatnot. Right. I... Again, I think when I I was saying that um, boundaries are very complex is that there's... Sometimes some boundaries to you may not seem very reasonable, yeah. right? Where to other people, like, that's... And that's what you were saying, like, boundary is just thrown out there. But yeah. I think a lot of people approach it in the aspect of, like, well, you can't do this because that's my, my boundary. But yeah. it's like, if you're going about it that way, which some people do, it's never going to work. Yeah. Because you're trying to control somebody else's behavior and change someone else's behavior instead yeah. of controlling your own behavior. Exactly. Right? So that's why for me, it's like I, when I draw boundaries, it's for things that I have agency for and things that I can control, that I know that I can control. I can control my reaction to how you cross, not cross my boundary, but how you talk to me, right? I can control that. Or her removing herself from the situation. Yeah, I'm going to remove myself. Not entertaining, right? If you're not... If you're not respecting the boundary after she has called it out and like has tried to assert a certain boundary to you, mm-hmm. yeah, and then like she said, it's like you're not being respectful of it. 
I can't control you and make you stop doing it. I already yeah. told you to stop. You're not doing it. But I have the power and the will to walk away so I can yeah. remove myself from it. And also maybe just not fuck with you anymore like that. Yeah. Because I know and you're a person that's going to continue to perpetrate like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, exactly. And it's like you, you can only tell people so many times to, how to do something. And even of sometimes course. I think when it comes to boundaries, it's like you don't necessarily have to tell people that that's your boundary. Yeah. I think it's like if you just do things, like people will catch on. That's what I was going to say. You know say. what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, I've had situations where I've had friends say like, oh, never mind. I can't say this because Lucy doesn't like when I say certain things. And I've never told them like, I don't appreciate you talking this way about this stuff Mm -hmm. but they've caught on to it and so they kind of like police themselves i mean it's a dig but they are aware of it so to me i'm like okay so you are aware that that is something that makes me uncomfortable because you noticed it right so then they don't talk about it it's almost like it's a weird way of putting it but it's almost like when you're training a dog (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) well yeah because like you said no (laughs) no but it's like if you're like you you reward them, right, when they do something oh, that you okay. want them to do, but yeah. when they do something you don't want, like attention, right? Mm-hmm. If a dog is jumping up at you, they tell you don't give the dog attention because then it seems like you're rewarding it for its behavior, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't give it attention, it starts grasping like, oh, every time I jump, she doesn't want to play with me or she won't play with me. So then I'll stop jumping and then you're like, oh my God, attention you know what i mean so in that aspect too that's how i feel like when it comes to certain boundaries like you don't have to say it or do anything it's just how you react to it and be like oh i I just not gonna have this conversation with you and then a person can understand that you don't gravitate towards that kind of behavior so they may be able to stop doing it yeah and if they don't, then you might just fucking... You need to assess whether you want to have this person in your life. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like you also have to think about what are you willing to accept, yeah. right? Like, I think one of, like, what, like, a sexual, for instance, like, a sexual boundary, I think one of the ones you hear the most is, oh, I don't have sex unless there's a condom. But somehow, they always end up having sex without the condom, right? And it's like, no, that was a boundary that you drew up for yourself. Mm-hmm. But it was an attempt Did you honor it, Did though? you honor that boundary? And they're like, oh, I don't have one. And then you're like, like okay, okay, you know? know? <laughs> exactly. So it's like, did you give that- any pushback? He's like, that's fine. Let's go to the 7-Eleven. We can go get a company. Yeah, let's go get a condom. <laughs> so it's like, that's a boundary that you drew up for yourself, yeah. not that's not a boundary they have clearly so it's like it's your job to enforce that boundary so if they don't have a condom either we go buy one or we're not having sex and you have to remove yourself from that situation because they're obviously not going to honor the boundary because it's your boundary not theirs yeah exactly i see okay the degrees of boundaries yeah and i think just like like lucy said i think an important thing uh, and something important to think about is one can always say like oh I have this boundary I, this is my boundary this is and that mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like how well are you upholding that boundary and maintaining it because one can like you know one can say well I don't have sex without a condom and that's not to say that you're like that you're horrible for giving in or whatever but then it's not really a boundary, boundary. for you because yeah. you it goes over your head you don't fucking care you yeah. know or even and that's fine or even if it was a boundary for you then why don't you have a condom to carry with you if that is a boundary that right? part that part like what that's are you always say like this is why you always need to have condoms on deck i don't care if someone thinks you a hoe you are out here being safe because you yeah. know that is a boundary for you mm-hmm. who's gonna give you the peace of mind it's like 
in that situation, you could have gone home with someone, and they're like, oh, shit, I don't have a condom. And you could have been like, oh, man, bye. Yeah. But it's like, oh, look what I have. <laughs> handy, handy condom. Yeah. <laughs> You're good to go. Like, it's not that deep. Oh you know? Yeah. That was a good example, Lucy. Thanks. Are there any boundaries that you guys have for yourself? I actually had a really hard time thinking of boundaries that I have for myself. Really? And I was like, maybe I don't have boundaries. That's what I was gonna say for yourself. Well, no, like I like you know when they ask like what are your boundaries? I'm like, I had a very hard time thinking of what my boundaries are. Your boundaries are. are you don't like to be touched without consent. Well no, yeah, but like other and than I that go through it all the time, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, well, for example, like, the whole touching without consent, again, that's a situation where, like, I wouldn't do that to other people, right? So that's, like, my boundary for myself. Yeah. So, and I, that's one of the things I think with parents, too, they don't really teach boundaries, I feel, sometimes, some parents, mm-hmm. not saying everybody, but I think in the Latino community, we're not, at least the way I grew up sometimes, or the things that I've seen, it's like you're forced to saludar a tus tios or tus tias with like a hug and a kiss, and some kids don't want to, right? But they're yeah. like, go do it. But it's a sign of respect. Yeah, it's a sign of yeah. respect. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was, I always be like, oh, it's a fine, like a handshake is fine, because I know personally, I'm like, I don't want to do a hug and a kiss to somebody. That's your boundary, that, like, yeah, you don't yeah. Want so that. exactly, I don't like that. So I'm going to practice what I preach and be like, okay, that's my boundary, so that's fine. Like, yeah. you don't have to hug. You don't, kiss. and also, you, yeah. you're not being disrespectful because you're you're settling with someone properly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, just a little handshake. I feel is like fine. growing up definitely is something you see around Latino communities. Um, where it is a sign of respect to always settle that your elders. Like I remember growing up, like my family's big and we were always a family that liked conviviendo a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like there's always parties or there was always people at my house or vice versa. And there was always like, yeah, saludas, blah, blah, blah. You yeah, have to salud that everyone. Exactly. Especially if you showed up one. to a lugar ajeno también as a yeah. sign of respect. I will say though, my parents were never enforcing the way in which I saludar. Most of the time I was saludando my tías and my tías like hug and kiss mm-hmm. because that's the way, that's how we grew up. But you say but the people I, you're closest. Closest, yeah. But closest. I understood that when there wasn't that level of closeness, you just gave your hand and you yeah. said like, hi. You know? Yeah. And on the flip side, I remember growing up and my mom was always very clear with us of like, mm-hmm. you, like of what's appropriate and inappropriate to do around people in general like just strangers but then also family members like Mm -hmm. my parents my mom was like you're never sitting on nobody's lap you're not you're never letting no one you know touch you you're never left alone with a male you know all that stuff I think that's why I don't trust men I'm just kidding (laughs) but but yeah I mean that's a whole different conversation but 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 that was a boundary that my mom like set for us early on too to the point where like Mm -hmm. there was a certain level of what you knew was appropriate in terms of how close you got to people or what you allowed to happen Mm -hmm. even though like we were also like go saludar and stuff so yeah yeah. I think it's interesting yeah that's hella interesting I don't have a big family like you guys so I, I don't I have never experienced that you know like yeah to, but yeah I can see I can see yeah. why there's boundaries to protect right yeah. to especially protect. when you're little and you don't know any gutter yeah <laughs> yeah I think I always I'm always setting boundaries with people you know I think you're pretty good at setting boundaries yeah right I mean yeah even like if I don't have to speak on it I think it's just kind of known like I don't know. 
boundaries. But I, I do, I, I am, and I think a big important part of boundaries is communication. Mm-hmm. And I think that it takes two people to accept and be willing to abide by these like rules. Mm-hmm. Or you know, because that's what boundaries are. It's like a, in a sense a rule, right? That you can't cross. that you have for yourself. Yeah, yeah that you you can't cross because emotionally, um, you said it there affects. For a yeah, it affects that person. You know, it like mm-hmm. triggers you into mm-hmm. some in some way. Well, I think triggers and boundaries are two different things, but they do. But they can be misconstrued. Yeah, they can be misconstrued, but they do influence each other. Influence, yes, they do. You know how, like, you were saying how you you have set certain boundaries in place for yourself so that you're not out here, you know, doing things that you're not supposed to, or you know what I mean? And you do it because you know that there's certain triggers that you have, and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna cross that boundary, because once I cross that boundary and I'm triggered, it's can, it can be over. Yeah. It can be chaotic. Right, or it goes against again, like my morals or ethics or yeah. of honor or pride. You know what I mean? Like it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, what are some right? boundaries that you think you have for yourself or that you've set for yourself? Um, I try to like uh, my boundaries to like when I'm feeling like my lowest mm-hmm. to like check in, and I mean. I guess the boundary is like, I don't know. Are you checking in with yourself? Yeah, of course. I'm checking in with myself, right? But like, I don't allow myself to soak in the darkness for too long. Oh. That's my boundary. You know? Like, I try to like, ensure that I'm doing everything possible to come out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know if that's a boundary. I I mean, I can think of like... Well, I what's a boundary you, have- you set? I think a lot of the t- um, I think there is a difference between like the boundaries you set for yourself, like for your personal. Yeah, for my personal. But there's also a difference with the boundaries that you set with for other people, with your to again to be able to have uh, a relationship or a, a friendship with other people. Okay, in that aspect, then I have one a perfect one to share. Okay, share because um, I have one for you too that I've noticed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like you said you're very you're communicative and like obviously I've known you as long as I've known you so I know so I feel like I've picked up on this right but go ahead um uh, for me it's uh not talking trash about my other friends Hmm. you know that's a boundary I've set yeah that's a good one yeah that's a good one yeah Mm -hmm. I don't do that Anyways, what were you saying? So, like, what you're saying is that you're never out here. No, I'm just kidding. Talking <laughs> shit about me with Lucy. I'm just um, I think a, I think a boundary that you set, and I don't know if I'm gonna articulate this well, but I feel like you're very. Um, what is the word I'm looking for here? You're very. Your time. Right? Where you're not a person who likes to waste her time, right? Mm -hmm. So your boundary is like, if it's not something you want to do or that you feel the energy for, you're not going to do it. And it doesn't matter who it is, you're not going to move hell or high water. (laughs) If it's not something you're really, really true. If if it's something, and you're just not going to because it's like, one, you don't have the energy or like whatever, and your time's very important to you. Right? Exactly. So I think that's a boundary that you you draw, and it's like, you know what? I don't have the time for this, this and that. I'm not going to do it. Lots of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, to a certain level it helps 
you with like your mental health because for example when you're really overwhelmed and you're just like mm -hmm. instead of me trying to spread myself thin to do this to live up to this commitment or to potentially go there I'm not going to do it because I know it's not going to do me any well Right. whereas another person would have been like fuck I'm just going to stick it up you know but you're like no like I don't feel well. I'm on my period. You know, whatever the situation is. <laughs> I, the last no, which, which I think is, 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 is a good boundary oh, to have. Which I, think, which I think is a good boundary <laughs> to have to some extent because, like, I feel like on the flip side, I, I do think that I do struggle with setting boundaries. Ah, interesting. In certain relationships and in certain instances where, like, for example, I was having this revelation with my sister a while ago where she's like, I feel like you spread yourself so thin like you have all these relationships that you maintain and you try to maintain and you commit to all these things because you want to be there for people yeah. but at what cost right like at your own mental health sanity right That's you're out here like sleepless um tired exhausted and instead of you taking some time off to like fucking get yourself back together you don't you don't make time for that because you're like you already booked yourself for another thing that you need to do and things like that right yeah. which is like when you can it's like and you trying to do all these things to like um fill all your other relationships you're always going to fall short somewhere and if it's not with someone it's going to be with yourself yeah. I was like what <laughs> that is actually and I was like that is and you know it's resonated a lot lately my life has been very chaotic and very busy lately and I've tried to be more cognizant of those things and kind of be like more of like all right for my mental health I'm not gonna do this right or I'm not gonna agree to this or maybe I need to take a step back in this because as much as I it's my natural reaction to want to do this and to want to jump in on this like it's not in my best interest, yeah. right, to do those things or to commit to these things, and I need to be more, um, and and not think that it it makes it's bad to do that, right? Because right. I think that's what like I, I like and admire about you that you don't see it because another person might be like, oh my gosh, she's so selfish, like why doesn't she do this or why did she <laughs> not want to come out or you know whatever the situation. Someone could easily say that, right? Mm -hmm. But for you, you don't see it that way because you're like, I'm taking care of me, you know? And it's like, yeah. I'm I gotta put myself first, Lucius, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm really lucky to have friends who are very understanding of that too. You know which, which, yeah, which go then goes to the what we were talking about. It's like, you need to, I mean, whoever you have these boundaries with, whether it's yourself within a relationship, any relationship, that other person is going to have to be like, can I tolerate this? Is yeah. this something that I'm okay with? Because if yeah. they're not, then they're also going to be like, all right, peace, because I need more of you and I don't respect that boundary you have for yourself. So in a sense, boundaries are in relationship like two or more people, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think, yeah. I think a lot of the times it has to do a lot with reciprocity, right? I think yeah. that was a thing that I was thinking about too. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll do things for people because that's just my way of doing like Shelly. Like, I'll show up for people. Right. But then it's like, if they don't do the same for me, is that really like a big deal to me? Is reciprocity a boundary that I have? right mm -hmm. and it's like well if they don't do it am I gonna drop them as a friend or am I gonna leave the relationship because they're not treating me the way that I treat them right, right? is that a boundary that I have where I if I'm gonna be treating this person like I would want to have something similar right yeah. in return 
But then I'm like, no, I don't think I would drop somebody because of that. Solely because of that. Solely because of that. It's like we were talking about a while ago where I was like, I had to come to peace. And we talked about this with friendships. I had to come to terms with the fact that the way I show up for someone in a relationship is not the same way that they're going to show up for me. Yeah. And I have to, one, be conscious of that because you got to give them grace. I can't be judging them or setting them up for failure by having unrealistic expectations and expect them to fill me the way that I fill someone else, right? Um, but I also need to be like, is that what I want? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you need something else from that person. And if they can't give that to you, then you have to be like, all right, then I need to walk away or I need to fall back from this because otherwise I'm just going to keep like harboring resentment towards this person because I'm gonna feel like they don't show they're like a shitty friend because they don't show up for me the way I show up for them when that may not necessarily be the case right but see for me that's where reciprocity what was I reciprocity yes comes into play because then if I'm setting that boundary for myself then I'm just gonna match your energy in that in that aspect right that's my boundary I'm not gonna go above and beyond Mm -hmm. to do something for someone because at the end of the day I am doing more it's a give and take, right? It's a 50-50. It's a two-way street. Right. And in my eyes, I'm like, well, this is just a one-way street at this point. So I'm like, let me back up. Like you said, my boundary is like, I'm just going to match their energy and yeah. it is what it is. However, if they come to me and be like, hey, you're not doing this. I'm like, well, check yourself, sir, because I'm respecting your boundaries. Yeah. You know, like you said that you need this done, this done, this done. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll respect that. Right. But I'm like, for my mental health, like I can't be always, you know, being the one to reach out. Yeah. Right. Like I have shit going on too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a scenario though. Like sometimes even though you set boundaries, Mm -hmm. it's hard for the people around you to kind of respect, respect them. Right. Like Mm -hmm. if you're living with like, let's say your sister and your sister's not now respecting your boundary Mm -hmm. or your brother, you know what I mean? It's like, what do you do then? Because you're living with these and let's say you share rooms with them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you have these boundaries that your siblings are... No, I think that's very valid because, I, you know, we we talked... I was talking about how boundaries exist in relationship. And that would be a relationship at any level. It would be a friendship, romantic one, family, family, work relationships too. Like, there's a lot of boundaries you need to have with work too. Like, just in any... Literally just anything that constitutes a relationship. Um, And living with people or family or whatever there's certain boundaries you want to draw for yourself or you have your boundaries whatever and it's not always easy to one communicate them Mm -hmm. to set them because maybe like for example me I was talking about how like I realized that I need to maybe set more boundaries on certain things right how the fuck am I going to go about setting these boundaries (laughs) right and then also having to maintain them but I think Lucy mentioned something earlier where she was saying how it's very important in the way how you react to certain situations Mm -hmm. that is going to help ensure that you're maintaining your boundary at some level. I just think it it, it can be tricky because not everyone is well-versed with boundaries. Not everyone is very good at communicating. Not everyone has emotional intelligence. And a lot of people, when you try to communicate a boundary or you try to set a boundary, they take it personal Mm -hmm. and they get, you know... um, they get what's the term when you get defensive yeah Yeah. and then somehow you end up getting gaslighted into thinking that you're a bad person for trying to set that boundary right 
if you're living with someone, I think also, again, we're going back to the whole trigger situation. Mm -hmm. um, if something's triggering you, again, that's more of like your issue and not necessarily their problem because yeah. you're the only one that can control your triggers, right? Like mm -hmm. a lot of the times triggers are something that have to do with like core wounds, right? It's not necessarily, they could turn into a boundary for sure. But you have to kind of go into yourself and ask yourself, why is this triggering me? Right. Like when someone yells at me and I'm like, I could easily say that was a trigger to me. Like uh, a trigger is something that causes you to negatively respond to something. So I'll get yeah. mad when someone yells at me. So why am I getting mad when someone yells at me? Is it because I feel like, because I feel inferior to somebody who yells at me or maybe I feel like I'm not... Um, good enough, good enough right? Always like, like right? So to me, that's like a core wound that I have to heal, and it's like not reacting to them yelling because it could easily be like they just have a high pitched voice and it's not yelling, right? Yeah. It's like they they just project a lot, and I could take it as yelling, and I get yeah. defensive and triggered, mm -hmm. but it's not that's not the way it is, right? Like triggers are mostly like half truth. It's not necessarily what is happening, but that's the way you take it because you're- that, That's what you know. That's, that's what you, you know, exactly. That that's you. how you, whatever trauma you have, that's what it's related to. Mm -hmm. So when you're triggered, it could easily become a boundary. So if I'm saying like, I know I get triggered when someone yells at me because I feel this kind of way, yeah. I have to work on healing that. But also my boundary would be like, I don't want to have conversations with people who yell at yeah, me. At you. So I am going to not have that conversation to take myself out of that Yeah, you wouldn't situation. engage with someone that's yeah. yelling at you. I wouldn't be like, you're not supposed to yell at me and get like, you know, <laughs> you can't do this and start yelling yeah. back because then it's like, you don't have a boundary because I'm yelling at you. You know what I mean? So then what's the boundary? So you can do it, but I can't do it. No. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I think when it comes to boundaries and triggers, it's like you both, both of them require you to check yourself. When you're having friendships or relationships, like my responsibility to you as a friend is to be, you know, to be honest, to consider your feelings um, and, you know, whatever. But it's not my responsibility to take care of your emotions or yeah. do anything like no I'm not responsible I can't be teetering around you and watching my words because mm -hmm. I'm scared to trigger you you know yeah. what I mean like that's something that you have to figure that's out that's also a boundary out. for you you're like I can't have friendships that way yeah <laughs> it could be a boundary yeah. like I can't have a friendship that's always going to be gaslighting me thinking that I'm doing something wrong okay. but at the or end of the like day like a needy friendship you know what I mean like I know I have boundaries with that I can't do needy friendships mm -hmm. That like you feel like you constantly need to like validate or what is a needy no, friendship? No, they like require a lot of your time and oh, like hey, yeah. this yes. goes back to your time stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, I guess we're on to. I fucking know your ass. <laughs> I know. You're I know you don't sad. think I'm your friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love how Jenny's like. <gasps> boundaries Shelly other than boundaries? um well, time I, I think it's interesting because I feel like I I have I can I have drawn boundaries but mm -hmm. only with like certain people, people where which is like interesting because it doesn't translate all across yeah. like for example with my family I feel like I have drawn not I don't have a lot of boundaries with my family because we're all very close-knit and we're just that's how we grew up 
but I do have like a boundary of like I'm never gonna do something I don't want to do mm-hmm. and like my family knows that <laughs> so like my family knows that like if she doesn't want to do it she's not gonna do it yeah and like they're always like you're never gonna do something you don't want to do mm-hmm. and I was like that's true that's like to my core that's who I am right mm-hmm. but there's different layers to it when it's like for example me at work right mm-hmm. like I have certain commitments to this job for a number of different reasons because of the role that I play, yeah. you know? And so even though there are certain things that like maybe cross a boundary with me, like I will still show up and do it because like I'm just like a dependable person in that way, right? Which is not always the healthiest because especially if you work in corporate America, they don't give a fuck about you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So don't work yourself too long, right? But um, so I think... Um, on those certain things it might be a little bit harder to draw boundaries sometimes but I have seen myself in certain situations where I have been like I'm not gonna do that yeah and who's gonna check me boo you know what I mean <laughs> like ask Lucy you know like yeah. so I don't know like I feel like I, I've been selective in the when and how I set boundaries sometimes so I don't know if that is healthy or not because there's no consistency right I mean and I was gonna say this earlier like I think boundaries change because you yeah they're arbitrary for yeah, sure yeah you know you you evolve and you change True. and so your boundaries something that change. I accept now may not have been something I accepted in the past or exactly. vice versa something that I accepted in the past may not be something I accept now yeah in different sections of my life right right financial boundaries as he was talking about you know how I mean I think financial boundaries are very interesting and I think I would like to learn more about those for myself at least just because it's like you know I feel like I definitely want to go into more of I don't know just be more financially responsible with my spending well I think like a good example of like financial boundaries could be like somebody not wanting to let a friend or a family member borrow money because oh, they're true. like there's a good chance you're not gonna be able to pay me back and that's, that's like true. such a, a sensitive topic when it comes into between friends and family mm-hmm. right so for some people it's like to avoid that oh. little awkwardness i don't do that mm-hmm. right like that's you may so, do it there's so some people that are very big on that like yeah. i'm never gonna be someone that lets anybody borrow money so what you're saying is that i can't borrow 10 bucks for a burger tonight I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not spending that for myself. <laughs> I don't have that boundary. I really don't. That's what I said. I'm like, I don't have a lot of boundaries. And I feel like, I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. I'm like, there's not a lot of things that bother me. So I was like, what is a boundary? I'm like, as far as friendships go, I'm like, I don't have a lot of boundaries. But that the could reciprocity easily... thing, I think, is something you've been leaning into yeah, lately. Yeah, a lot. Not lately, but, not, but within the over past the past few years, definitely. Yeah. is like just matching people's energies and be like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. You know, yeah. if you're like, I think, yeah, I think a lot of the times it's like their time to write. So I'm like, that's fine. So then I'll just equal it too because I'm like, I need to have better boundaries for myself as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe you shouldn't spread yourself so thin. Yeah. Um, but I think for friendships I'm like maybe it just comes down to like maybe I haven't been surrounding myself with people who I feel I need to draw uh, draw boundaries right with right I think mm-hmm. that that plays like a big thing 
So I was thinking about it and like in a relationship, like what would be boundaries that I wouldn't, that I would set for myself in, in a relationship oh, that I... I have one. Can, oh, go ahead. For, for relationships and this is with anybody and it kind of goes with your verbal one. Uh-huh. Where like you, for me, it's very important to respect people and to respect like who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a friend, whether it's family, whether it's romantic one. Because if I don't respect you and if you don't respect me, like there's nothing here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like for example if we were able to get in like an argument for example i would never disrespect you and like call you names for example yeah. with lucy i know that i can't be raising my voice you know <laughs> i'm just kidding but you know like i know that and i would also never disrespect whole i would never disrespect whole <laughs> disrespect her and like call her names or like you know hit below the belt or anything like that no matter how frustrated I was with her or with my sister like with my sister like anytime we've ever fought I've never called her like a bitch I've never you know because it's just like that's just not how I fight with people because mm-hmm. it's a respect thing for me unless you're my brother all bets are off all fucking gloves are off <laughs> my brother that's a whole different story but um that's one of the boundaries that I have with relationships that there needs to be some level of respect and whenever I feel like you're not respecting me or vice versa then that is a boundary that has crossed and I don't know if we can get that back true yeah I that was actually what I was gonna say um and that's something that I've also been working on too because I know with my sister and I when we used to fight it was definitely very much like calling our, each other out of our names right and like dude you're being a bitch or blah 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like obviously I do give grace though there is a time of grace like obviously when things get heated yeah in the moment you know things are said but I think especially in romantic relationships I don't know if I would be able to no. be in a relationship with someone that calls me a bitch in a very heated argument yeah because i'm like potentially this is somebody that i'm gonna be in a lifelong partner yeah. with and if you can go to the point of disrespecting me and calling out of my name or calling saying you're being a stupid bitch or something oh, like that hell no. it's, like, it's a slippery slope yeah it's a slippery it's slope because i'm like slope. do you respect me is that really how you see me see me like because you're angry when you're angry you say a lot of things monkeys out of the bag yeah like i can see how people like i said things i didn't mean but i'm like you meant it there's the a time. level of you that meant there's it. a point of you there's, there's a very small Freudian level of you that that thinks that that is true it's like when someone's drunk it's a Freudian you know? slip that's all yeah. that I, I don't know so that's why I'm like I was thinking about it. I'm like in a romantic relationship I, I think it's all relationships but yeah. for, especially in a romantic one well no yeah because for sure like with with my friendships I'm like I, I I agree I wouldn't want to if I'm ever having an argument with somebody I'm not because I wouldn't want them to do that to me. I wouldn't hit below the belt mm-hmm. and do that. And that is something that I've been practicing a lot with my sister too, right? Because yeah. I think with family, it's a lot easier to do that because it's like yeah. you know what buttons to push. You know what hurts. But it's like, no, I don't want to do that because I uh, yeah. don't. I wouldn't want her to do that to me. So that's why I'm not going to do it. And mm-hmm. those are the boundaries that I set for myself, right? Mm-hmm. So in a romantical, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't do that to you. But if you're willing to do it to me, is that something that I'm willing to deal with? And it's like, no. And the answer is no. And the answer you heard is it no. here first, folks. <laughs> and I think- so all of you that are lining up to date Lucy... You better take bitch out of your vocabulary. And I actually was thinking about the whole cheating thing because I know we think about cheating. Like, we always have this conversation. Oh, that's a boundary for me, too. Like, yeah, the whole cheating boundary. And I'm like, well, is it or make it or break it for me? And I'm like, well, there's a whole lot of things that come into play for that. Well, that's, I think that's why, like, 
you said like boundaries are so interesting because like there's like boundaries that you have and then you're also like grading them in terms of like what are boundaries that you're okay if they're like they get blurred yeah you're not okay if they ever get crossed and which ones are you willing to work through with a person or even like I, i hear a lot about like people's boundaries or like well my boundary they're like i don't like when my man is liking other girls pictures on instagram like that's a boundary that's a control but personally type of boundary. exactly i'm like personally i don't think that's a boundary i think that's a control tactic and i think that's a trigger yeah. Like, why are you getting triggered that he's liking other girls? I'm mean, I get it. But like why I mean, are you like getting I would prefer you don't, but if you do, I'm like whatever. Don't get mad. It's like yeah. whatever's. But there was somebody speaking of somebody who's like, Well, if you're at a beach, obviously you're checking out people, right? You both are. Yeah. But you're not yeah. going up to them and saying, I like this. I like yeah. what you're doing, right? Because it's disrespectful, especially if you're doing yeah. it in front of your girl yeah. or your guy. So they're like, Instagram's the same thing. Like you can think someone's hot. But you liking them is you telling them that you think yeah, they're Yeah, just don't act on it. So it's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Boy, like but still, else. you can't control what people do. So it's like, just deal with it. If, if that's something, if that's really a boundary, then why are you with him? That's true. Because it's true. like, if your person is, like, if your person had, like, the emotional intelligence to understand that that maybe is a trigger for you and that maybe he shouldn't be doing that, if to him it's that big it's more of a deal that he has to abide by that trigger then yeah maybe y'all aren't meant to be but yeah but if it's a trigger it's also like you gotta really go within yourself it's like why is it a trigger yeah exactly you know and you kind of need to heal with that whole situation because at the end of the day it's just a photo you know i'm in this girl follower whatever that and that's why my motto is if you can take him, you can have him. Amen. <laughs> you know what Amen. I mean? Like, honestly. Um, I think I'm not fighting for nobody. Insecurities come into play with that, you know? Mm-hmm. You're trying to control that or whatever. Um, but yeah, it is, you know, boundaries and uh, triggers are so thin. Yeah, like it's they a very, go hand in hand. I think sure. that's where things get blurred mm-hmm. and people say, like, this is a boundary for me, but yeah. it's like, no, it's not. It's a it's trigger, honey. And you gotta figure out your internal traumas. That's our mental moment of the day, you guys. Check yourself. Check your boundaries because they really might be just triggers. Yeah, if you're controlling, yeah, anything that requires control of other people is not a boundary. It's manipulation. Get it together. Yeah, Yeah. and either or, like whether it's a trigger or a boundary, I think it is important to kind of. analyze how like the other party is responding to that yeah because maybe like for you if you knew it was a trigger maybe you you'd want to work with me through that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you're like hey you're my friend and yes i'm not yeah and yes Mm -hmm. i'm not emotionally in charge of your yeah your your shit like i would want to kind of bring awareness to right. be honest in case you aren't self-aware of exactly. that exactly and it's like how can we work through this yes like how- and hopefully that person's responsive to it right exactly like, and that's yeah. like, you don't know me imagine you're like gangster bitch get the fuck it's yeah. west side full line I'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god no I think that's that, I think that's something I think that's the rep- a really rep- good reciprocity. 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 That's exactly what I said. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Marcel <laughs> um, No, I think that's a really good point, Jenny, because yeah. I feel like we've been talking about it being very clear-cut, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah. 
what is a boundary, what you're okay with, how are you going to show up for yourself. And yeah, and it's not very black and white. Like, everything and else, it's not black and white, sir. I mean, we've yeah. been because saying that. I mean, if there is a common thread here, yeah, it's very... And I think it depends, like, who is the person for you, right? So maybe, yeah. like... Like you said, friends for you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're like, I really like you as a person, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is kind of toxic or this is probably not the best. Like, hey, have you noticed this? Is this the best way to respond to it? Is there something there more that maybe you need to heal with? Mm -hmm. Just like you're taking that moment to be introspective with yourself. Hopefully, the people that you bring this to them are receptive to that and Mm -hmm want to be that aware of themselves too to see like okay how can I be better how can I show up better for myself more than anything so at the end of the day you healing is always going to be in your best interest true so in that regard do we think that boundaries are healthy they can be I think as long as you're doing it for yourself and not trying to control them that's what I was going to say because I think boundaries can be healthy I think they're a good tool to have in your toolbox of like the way you form your relationships and the way you like connect with other people and protect your like well-being yeah Yeah. because this is what boundaries are right you're trying in an attempt to protect your well-being yeah and you're protecting your mental self your spiritual self you mm-hmm. talked about that your mm-hmm. physical self it's basically how you want to live your truth that's yeah what they you're are. protecting your truth yep. Yep. yep that's what it is yeah but like we said it can't get mistaken it can be unhealthy. or misconstrued, yeah. misconstrued for like yeah different things right um, yeah i think we want to be conscious of how we set boundaries and what they are and what they really mean for us mm-hmm. because then you can just like literally just put yourself in a fucking box yeah. exactly. and like close everything out because yes. like no this is a boundary this is and boundary. then people crazy. around you are just like she's crazy just or just like walking on eggshells around you and that's yeah. not healthy either that's not healthy yeah or people can have an honest conversation mm-hmm. with you because they like Lucy said they feel like they're walking on eggshells you're like socially and emotionally isolating yourself from exactly. and, and I think too that's like that's more of a hindrance. our whole conversation about it's not so black and white because to somebody you're boundaries can be unreasonable right yeah but it's like who's to say it's unreasonable right because yeah, it is a boundary it's, 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 right? it's so like, subjective yeah it is subjective and it is like you said your truth like mm-hmm. you're trying to live your truth but that's why it's so important to find your people yeah for example what if what if like let's say you and i get in a fight Mm -hmm. but my boundary is that I don't want you to I don't want to hear about how you feel about things that's my boundary I don't want to have that conversation okay bitch I don't care how you feel so then how are you fighting no exactly we're getting in a conversation Mm -hmm. or an argument but I'm like I'm not trying to hear how How you feel feel? that's my boundary right to some people that's an unreasonable boundary right because it's like what do you mean what the fuck like that's fucked up that's like why wouldn't you want to f- know how I feel about what's going on in our friendship, right? You know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like she, in a way, would have to then check her boundaries. Like, is this a friendship you want to be in where you're not allowed to express how you feel in the friendship? Exactly. Right? So it's like I can't control how Lucy's boundaries are. Right, yeah. but I can control how what my boundaries are and if I want to be, be like, this friendship. Oh, I don't think this friendship is gonna work out because True. I don't feel like validated. Yeah. I don't feel like you acknowledge my feelings. You don't have to agree with them, but you don't even acknowledge them. Oh yeah. And it's like maybe whatever you did 
is I is inappropriate according to my boundaries and I don't think we're ever going to be able to get along <laughs> if we can't see and that's like I mean that's each other in that light yeah but it's real I like this little quote it says unreasonable people will make unreasonable requests and them calling it a boundary doesn't obligate you to do it and reasonable people will make reasonable requests and calling that reasonable request a boundary is not going to make unreasonable people suddenly listen and respect your wishes. Because, again, it's not black and white. So exactly. it's like you just basically have to you check within like, yourself. Vaya con Dios. And yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So all well, you can do is just check in with yourself. Okay, Is this something that works for you? And if it doesn't, then maybe Move you just on. need to walk away. Yeah. yeah. Like, do not be around things that don't serve your peace. Walk away. And people don't have to understand that either. That's the thing. Like, and I think that's what's you, tough sometimes. You have to be okay with people Walk. not getting it. Yeah, right. and okay with you walking away yeah. if you're if you're if your boundaries are not met. Yeah. Because they're your non-negotiables. Because right? I think a lot of the times we find people like, no, this is my boundary, and then wanting to explain to you why it's a boundary, but then is like that's because your boundary, you dude. Stop wasting to. your I don't breath. care if that's your boundary as an unreasonable person. Like, if I wasn't respecting you, yeah. yeah, as a third party with absolutely no like, interest in the matter, yeah. I don't care if that's your boundary, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because then, is it a boundary if, if you care what other people think? Yeah, I don't think so. But then that's where, like, your relationships go into play, where, like, maybe if I didn't understand a boundary, but like I talk to you about it and then I understand where you're coming, like the whole hugging with you and Lucy, right? At first I was like, I knew that was gonna be No, but like it's it's such a great example in the sense that like, it's a boundary that Lucy had that she was never very vocal about. But I knew. But you picked up on, right? But you didn't really understand it. It didn't make sense to you because oh, it's and it not hurt your feeling. Yeah, because it, it wasn't a, because it wasn't your boundary, right? Yeah, because my boundary is the opposite. Exactly. It's like and it wasn't opposite. until like you guys called it out to me, like you called it out to her, and then yeah. she had to stop and be like, "Well, I'm, I'm not," you know. And then at that point, you guys had to come to terms with like, "Am I okay with and the fact both? that this person?" And that's what's crazy, right? Like the boundary situation because like she's willing to work with me, and vice versa, and vice versa, right? So but then everyone's like, boundary? Boundary? <laughs> <laughs> now I have to question myself: Is it a boundary? But if not, I'm willing to, we're asking. Not, but not everyone is. <laughs> not, but it's not that. black and white. Yeah, you know? it's not. Like, I feel like it's a boundary. See, I think it's, it's not a non-negotiable. Yeah, no, I think for me it's more again not trying to explain or anything. But I think it's more of like, if you're in my personal space without me wanting you to be in it, then it's an issue. Right. I mean, I don't have you. I don't have an issue with you being in yeah, my personal space. I'm but then it's like when it's a long time for no reason. <laughs> what the fuck is happening <laughs> or like yeah I think that'd be a great or like I think one a good example would be like even for me like when I was in relationships like I was never comfortable with like PDA mm-hmm. or like physical Mixed touch like that, like that or like because I mean I see guys all the time like spanking their girlfriend's butts but I don't that's know if weird. I would be comfortable with <laughs> like, that I like spanking their butts <laughs> yeah great topic guys well, thank you for coming for our tech talk, to our tech talk. Yeah, um, I think our consensus is that boundaries can be healthy mm-hmm. when used appropriately, and just like anything else, so long as you're not excessive with it. Yeah, too much of something will kill you. So yeah, or kill others. Exactly, <laughs> or kill your relationships or your mental sanity. Yes, something will get killed. 
so confusing for triggers. <laughs> yeah, and I think that I think that was a really like I said that that was a really good mental health moment of like at some point you want to consider whether is this a boundary or is this this an internal trigger, trigger that I need yeah. to heal. Mm-hmm. Right? So assess yourself. Check yeah. yourself. Please. And let us know. Let us know what your boundaries are. <laughs> Maybe because yeah. you know asking for a friend, I need to create more boundaries. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Great chat. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Thanks for letting us be vulnerable and um, and pretty much word vomit. Bitch up, and, <laughs> bitch up, and put your boundaries up, bitches. Boundaries up, bitch. Be you and boundary up. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Love Bye, it. everyone. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.